welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I'm Anna Harding. I'm Ali Bailey. What episode is this, Ali? One, sixteen, <laughs> twenty-three. In yeah, twenty-three. <laughs> Twen- <laughs> number twenty-three. Very, very good. Ah, oh, do you know what I forgot to do? What? I forgot to sing. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling twenty-two. Last week, you were in no fit state to sing that last week. Gonna be honest, I don't remember last week. <laughs> I was trying to remember, and I couldn't. I think, sorry, I think. Listen, I might have been a bit of Debbie Downer last week. I can't remember it. This is like what I was like after we did the Seven Valleys debrief. I was like, oh, I was such Debbie Downer. It's going to be such an awful episode. Like everyone's going to hate it. It's awful. But you weren't. You were very. Like, I listened to that the other week in the car and I was like, this is actually really useful, this episode. Like, not that I thought it wasn't at the time, but you know when you're like, (laughs) oh, people are going to think it's boring me talking about my race. But actually, so much came out of that that I think was helpful. And, I mean, looking at the older stats, seems like everyone else thought it was pretty helpful as well. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, the the downloads on that episode were pretty good. Pretty good. So I don't know whether my... I, I haven't listened to the... Auto 100 one yet, so I actually don't know. But I seem to feel like it's me moaning, being a right old misery guts and not really making very much sense. And that's just not really me. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a bit of another world, um, let's say, um, when we recorded that one. But anyway, we're back to we're back to normal. We've not neither of us have done any uh, epic races this weekend. I'm afraid, listener, because uh, you know can't do that every weekend, can we? Cause, well, mm-hmm. some people do. I know. I used to get my little violin out. Not good. Not good for you. Not good for you. No, right. Okay. Shall we get back to our original format of getting our win grim get in the bins? Yeah. About the playlist. Yeah. We'll do some correspondence corner. Yeah. And, just the way um, it used to be, listener. Yeah, yeah. Just feel like, you know, it's getting cosy and autumnal now. I want to be like wrapped up in like a, a familiar hug. Get your vanilla spice latte. Have a sit down. Not if you're at Parkrun, though. And um, <laughs> we'll have a little chat about some funny things that have happened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, have you got a win for this week, Ali? Do you know what I did yesterday? I knew it was going to be this. I saw your stories and I hoped it was going to be this. Go on, tell dear listener what you did yesterday. Hey guys, look, I don't like to go on about my volunteering work. <laughs> Mainly because I don't do any. But <laughs> I got an email from this. I'm doing the spine. What's it called? The spine jolly jog. in North Challenger? Yeah, the, the short one. In summer next year, I'm doing the spine jolly jog, which is like 108 mile, whatever it is. Jolly. One. Yeah, jolly. So, uh, I'm doing that, and then I'm and I'm on the spy, winter spine safety team this year as well, which is quite exciting. Okay. Um, roving support for, and um, I'm so the spine sent me a message going, "Hey, we're doing this volunteer thing on the Pennine Way. It's the first time we've done it where we where you can come along and you can help to fix the Pennine Way because it's broken. We all know it's yeah. broken. It's quite long, yeah. and there's some holes in it apparently, and it's not very. It's a bit sort of flat. So um, I was like, that sounds like fun. So I just decided to say, all right then, and then I so I turned up. And it was great. It was on on Sunday. It was at Torside. The funny thing was, I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't think I've ever been there before. When I got there, it was the main bit of the Pennine Way that I run all the time with the dog. I'm that bad, nice. like, like, knowing what things are called. Yeah. yeah. And there was like 14 of us. And there was um, Martin and Rob from uh, the Peak District Conservation Society. And like, nice. 
Martin knows everything about it. He basically owns the Pennine Way. He knows, the, he knows everything about it. He's fascinating, really interesting dude. Yeah. And then uh, then Caroline from the Spine Team and then Joe from um, the, Peter, the Yorkshire Parks and like 14 volunteers. And they gave us mattocks. I did call them axes on Instagram. I know they're called... It's a pickaxe. Yeah. I saw you carrying a pickaxe and I was like, what the fuck is... Who the fuck has given Ali a pickaxe? But you know that podcast we're going to do about the bodies. That's what I kept thinking. Stop it. <laughs> and uh, so I had, someone had, some people had spades, but I had a mattock. And, uh, and I, I, I hoed all the way up the hill with it. And then... <laughs> and then did we, you do the, the heavy rock version? The metal yeah, version? Everybody's like, hi-ho, hi-ho. And I'm like... <laughs> behind them and it was great um and they were like what are you weird I was like yeah I know I just want please like me I'm not very good in new situations um and then it was great the weather was amazing it was one of those like really cold clear autumn days oh, and the favorite. and the path from up from tour side it's really rocky and wet and muddy and it goes along a ridge and it's actually really really boggy up there and it's got drainage problems so basically the job was to help the drainage on the path which and so we we were taught about how the drain you know the rib how to make a little drain that goes down the hill to stop those big puddles Nice. and we were also taught about why you should go to big puddles so you know how sometimes people won't go through a puddle and they make their own little path yeah that makes it worse because it because you're because you're basically making the puddle worse by stamping down the area around it yeah um so go through the puddles I always tell people to go through the puddles anyway but it was great and I felt like I'd done some good on a bit of path that I run on a lot and that yeah. I was looking after the bits that I run on and I think it was a big success I think that the spine team really thought it was great and so there's going to be a few during the year you don't have to be doing the spine you just go onto the spine website and sign up on their volunteer list or go to your local parks whether that's the peaks or the lakes um fix the fells apparently there's a waiting list for fix the fells volunteers Wow. Everybody wants to fix fells, don't they? Oh. But I loved it. And I just thought, oh, yeah. it's nice to do something that's not running and to be outside and to feel like you've made a bit of a difference, even though I actually think I just made a massive mess. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't. I love that. Everyone thought... else was really clean. And I was <laughs> covered in shit. That probably means that you did more, maybe? Or I, I got a bit gung-ho with my mattock. You may have gone a bit gung gung ho with the mattock. Uh, I love that. Um, I and I'm really glad that you were like. And this is how you can do it because that was going to be my next question: was how can we get involved, Danny? Mm. Uh, but yeah, it is super important. Let's talk about like sticking to the trails. It's so important that you stick to the trails and don't go off piste because it does just ruin the rest of the landscape. The trails are there for a reason, aren't they? Yeah, and it's and it's it's really interesting when you talk to like Martin, someone like Martin or Rob, where you you think, oh, it doesn't make any difference. I'm just going to go on. Someone else has made a path, but you are squashing down, so you're making it basically into like almost, almost like a tarmac style, like solid solid stuff. So the water yeah. can't drain into it or around it. It will just make a ba- another puddle on top of it, um, yeah, and it just yeah. spreads and spreads and spreads. Especially somewhere yeah. up like the peak where it's very boggy. Yeah, he's like one of the reasons the bogs have got so big is because people have tried to go round bogs and then trying to go um, round them, they've actually made the bogs bigger because yeah. the bogs spread out because it, it there's no barriers so that yeah. makes mega bogs so oh, actually God. just go through the middle and yeah. you're gonna get wet feet anyway aren't you yeah, yeah. So they're dry it's, yeah it's dry. part of the fun so anyway it was it was a really good day out and i'd encourage anyone especially you know i'm trying to make make the effort to meet more people and be a bit more social with people and make some yeah. friends so it's a really good way of doing it. I loved it. And um, well done, everyone. Just well done, everyone. Hey, well done. Um, I met some new people and made some new friends at the weekend as well. Oh, is this a win? Another win? 
Which is my win, yeah. So um, I've been in Italy for the week. Uh, went out to go and visit Neil's mum, who lives in the southeast of Italy. So like the, near the heel of the boot of Italy. Yeah, I like that. Um, That's a layman's term. <laughs> yeah, you, you can picture it now, right? Yeah. Near the heel of the boot. But right down pretty much in the heel of the boot is a place called Salento, which is um, the nearest town to it is Lecce. And, uh, or Lecce, actually. Lecce. And they have a park run there. And we went along on Saturday and it was like park run is super welcoming. Like they are very accommodating to all people. Right. Mm-hmm. I think this is possibly the friendliest, most enthusiastic bunch of park runners I've ever, ever met. They were delightful. There were Italians, there were expats, there was a lovely South African lady and her husband who, by the way, organize a race in South Africa that is a 260 kilometer multi-stage race that is the second oldest staged race after Marathon de Sable. Ooh. Did you get his phone number? He sounds like an interesting fella. Does he want a couple of British gals to come over and give it a go? Right. So it's called the, it's spelled K-A-E-M, Kame, Keem. It's called the Kame Big Daddy. (laughs) Hang on a minute. K-A-E-M. Yeah. If I put that big daddy into my phone search history, am I going to get a nasty surprise? I don't know. I don't know. It's 250 kilometres. It's over seven days and it's six stages. So you must get a rest day. It's, self, it's completely self-sufficient. So they build your camp for you, but everything else you must carry. So it is like Marathon de Saab in that sense. MBS. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not in like MDS in that there's not a bunch of absolute see you next Tuesdays. I mean, basically, this is like the cool people version of MDS. Okay, great. Apparently, (laughs) it's a life-changing event that does not leave your soul untouched. Oh, I'm not surprised. It's in the Kalahari Desert. Um, And I said to him, I was like, but are there things out there that are like, are there like animals and things that are trying to kill you? Like, because I'm not really down for that. And he was like, yeah, there's octopuses. There's octopuses. That's why it's called the Kalahari Desert. Oh God! Yeah. Oh my! God. Basically, it just grows on trees. Calamari, so like calamari. That was so bad, so bad. Right? Um, it yeah, but apparently the wildlife is not like there's not actually that much out there that's trying to kill you, so it's fine. Um, so yeah, there's something to put on your bucket list, folks. But the Salento Park Run, yeah, they were just so friendly. There was um one guy taking photos. And basically all he said all day was, photo, 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 photo. He was great. It's the new well done. (laughs) It is the new well done. There was an out and back and I did say well done. What's Italian for well done? Bravo. Oh, I love it. 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 Brilliant. Yeah, I thought that worked really well. So that was my win, basically, was just like experiencing parkrun in a different country. I think it's my fourth. Tristan, how many parkruns have you done? Well... When this comes out, I'll have done a hundred. Nice. Um, and yeah, your 99th was in Italy. Did you have an ice cream after? No, do you know what? We only had one ice cream that whole holiday. Wow. The gelateries were very thin on the ground. It's not really a thing in, mm, well, it's very off season. Like all of the seaside stuff's all like closed down. It's out of season. So, yeah. Did you have a bowl of spaghetti bolognese? That's also not Italian. Did you and Neil have a bowl of spaghetti bolognese and like have the same bit of spaghetti and then kiss <laughs> in the middle? 
no yeah. that's not italian anyway i did have uh tagliatelle with ragu which is basically the italian version of spaghetti bolognese i just think of ragu is that sauce in a pot no okay it's no. not sauce in a pot no right? no 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 no. it's like bolognese but with like chunks of meat instead of oh. minced meat anyway no. that's fun well done nice win like it thanks have you got a grim just i feel like a turd Oh, Ali. I just feel rubbish. I'm going to the doctors today. Woohoo. Um, yes. Because I have had a very weak feeling sorry for myself. Just very. Mm. Oh, I think we all could all tell from that podcast that I don't feel right. And the thing is, right, I'm a bit of a badass. And uh, I think I'm a bit of a badass. And uh, I'm really good at recovery. Yeah. Like I've always bounced back. Yeah. Not last week I didn't. I felt mentally ill. I felt physically ill. And I felt like just broken. And yeah. so I'm going, I've just, I'm just sick of it. And it, this actually winds nicely into my get in the bin. Um, mm. But it's just not me. And I've been out and walked the dog every day. So the good things I've walked the dog every day. She's had a good walk. Yeah. Um, but then at the weekend, like my friend Lorna came to see me and I couldn't go running with her and Julius. And usually I'd be like, oh, it's fine. It's 5k. Nope. I just was like, I can't. My, this, this thing, this uh, gluteal tendinopathy yeah. It's really annoying because it's like you've got to keep exercising, but you can't exercise too much. Okay. I've got races to train for, so I'm like, okay, look, I'm going to just take a week off and a half. But I found it really difficult on my mental health, and it's a balancing act for me. Like, a mm. is it worth feeling this shit, like mentally, to get better physically? Which sounds like, yes. well, Ali, you've got no choice, but I do have choice, and I find it very, very, very difficult. But obviously I put everything that I do on Instagram mm-hmm. because I'm trying to keep it real and be like, not, I just want to keep it real. Mm. And this is my, this is going straight into my getting the bin. The amount of yeah. people I've had telling me what to do, uh, unsolicited oh. DMs, telling me how to feel or what to do <laughs> has fucked me up, made me feel like shit. Like, yeah. I'm just explaining that I feel sad and I feel down. And also I suffer with a mental health illness, which means that mm-hmm. I don't cope, my serotonin levels are low. There's all sorts of fucking shit going on in my brain. But when I can't yeah. get out and do the exercise, it's not about self-worth or about me identifying as a runner. It's about the actual mm-hmm. physical movement. And yeah, yeah I, could, I could go to the gym and get on the bike, but it's not outside. It's not the same things yeah. that I like having. I did a 10 mile walk with the dogs and actually I was like, oh, the outside is healing me. The, the, the smells are pricking up bits in my brain that are like, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. I don't want advice. I haven't asked for it. And some of it is like telling me how I should feel. And I'm um... like, that makes me feel or think the things that make me feel worse. And I just, yeah. it just annoys me like it just annoys me but then I suppose yeah. that's the nature of the beast of the, of the social media beast isn't it it is and I think you know you're not, not when you go on stories and stuff and you know you say oh, I'm having a shit day this is how I'm feeling blah 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 every time that you do that you're not then going to end it with I don't want you to I don't want anyone to like fix it I don't want anyone to give me advice on it I'm just saying it how it is you're not going to say that every single time no. that you do a story are you no but I think people should maybe think a little bit, think twice before replying to stories like that, because I can see it from both sides. As someone, you know, who, you know, follows other people online and and sees their stories and their, you know, struggles and, and wins and achievements as well, you want to message to be like, oh, like, sorry, feel like that. Or like, you know, oh, mate, I, you know, 
it's it's you know it, it's sad for people on the outside looking at what's going on for you you know we you know there's that empathy there but it only is it only is sad in inverted commas or like it only like makes people feel sad yeah. if that's how they feel for some yeah. people they'll go I feel like that oh thank god someone else feels like that yeah that's what they'll yeah, think yeah. and they'll be like oh do you know what I'm so glad that because I feel, felt like she's a fucking machine that goes and does this that, and the other or I feel like she is this or she is that but actually she's exactly like yeah. me I feel so much better they just think that and they'll crack on with the rest of their day yeah. I, I feel like if you need to send something just send a heart emoji that's fine yeah but you shouldn't but if I want advice yeah. I will ask for yeah. it and I will ask for yeah. it so. and I think it is that like unsolicited advice thing isn't it that's getting like that's not really welcome shall we say I sent you a screen grab the other day I know I know you did I was just like are you uh, just don't okay yeah. like just don't it was please don't it was um I mean it, it was the wildest thing I I I, I can't believe that somebody actually spent the time writing that out, to be honest. We're probably not. It was cracking. It was cracking. Are we going to say what it said? Yeah, why not? Go on. Might as well. This was on the uh, Auto 100. Yeah. I don't know what I posted, but somebody felt the need to send me this. Congrats on the Sub 24. I saw you on your phone, probably on Instagram, at the top of that field towards Swinkham when you nearly had a head-on collision with Matey in front of me. Yeah, that annoyed me. If it's any consolation, I also agree with David Miller. Thanks, Miller. He's my photographer friend. The flat and runnable ones absolutely batter you. Also, the massive temperature swing will have had an effect on your body and guts. It has for me. So, right, okay, so because it's had it for you, it would for me as well, right? Um, Getting down to nearer 20 hours is really tough. I'm finding that too, as it's diminishing returns on your training. You probably have to put an extra 25% training volume, three quarters hours of work, three quarter hours of work in a week. No, three to four hours. Oh, three to four hours work yeah. a week, speed, hills, etc. And the key thing is you have to focus on one race, really. You can't be decent over mountains and on the flat and multi-day and undulating hills without being a proper elite. Sub 20 Thames Pass is probably doable, but you'd bore yourself shitless training on the flat for it. All the best. Hi. Hello. 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 I didn't ask for your opinion. I said in a story, oh, do you know what? It shits me up sometimes. I train really hard and I'm still going average because That's I am it. still going That's average said, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I do train really hard. But what I didn't say is how can I train better to be better? Didn't say that. Yeah. I know how I can train better to be better. I train really hard. I am bang average, but I know what's missing from my training. I didn't ask for your opinion. All I'm saying is lots of people like me train hard and are still bang average and that's okay. Because we are like that's what we the, the the majority of ultra runners the bigger biggest part of the field is the bang average people right yeah, yeah. and that's cool because we're not there to win we're just there to do it what I didn't ask for is a really long fucking message like that so my get in the bin is unsolicited advice coming through on DMs please yeah. think before you type if you need to really feel the need to type something just type a heart emoji and leave it till later because yeah. I just don't want it I'm not interested yeah. and it makes me feel like shit. It just makes me feel, uh, that's my thoughts, because obviously someone sends me something and I think, oh, that person thinks I'm stupid or I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And that make and the feelings I get from those thoughts are you're a piece of fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And that's on me. But I just get in the bit. That's the end of the get in the bit. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. We don't need to say anymore. Heart emoji. Uh, my <laughs> grim <laughs> this week. Well done. <laughs> my grim this week is also connected to my little park run um, that I did on Saturday because uh, as I got to the end and I crossed the finish line, um, obviously everyone said well done. And, well done. Uh, Bravo. Neil went, 
do you fall over? I was like, no, I think I'd have remembered that. And I looked down and I'd been bitten the previous day on my leg by like a mosquito. And the heels on my shoes and also the way that I run mean that I clip my inside of my leg when I run sometimes. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you know, your ankle bone, you know, like the bony bit. <gasps> Yeah, I had one of those. I had one of those once before I started running hundred miles, and the swelling took it <laughs> yeah. away from me. But that bit, like I've caught that so many times, and like there's scars on it from where it's bled. There were some on shoes once that were like razor blades that just sliced it, so I couldn't run in them anymore. I had managed to clip where my bite was on my leg, which had then knocked the top off it, which then caused it to bleed, which had then like merged in with all of the dust because it was quite, it was, it's hot in Italy, right? And it was like all dusty, muddy, bloody mess on my leg. It literally looked like my leg wanted to fall off. And I looked down and I was like, oh, well, no, I didn't fall over, but that's not good, is it? So, um, yeah, that was pretty grim. And this lovely South African yeah. lady, she was like, oh, it's all right. I've got germaline. Germaline fits, fixes everything. She just gave me a tube of germaline and sent me on my merry way. She said I could keep it. She she popped out the 80s and was like, germaline. <laughs> I love germaline. I love germaline. Tastes like you put it in sandwiches. It tastes like, sounds like you put it in sandwiches. Mmm, germaline. Mm. Um, oh, that's nice. So, yeah, that was pretty gross. <laughs> pretty gross you've done your get in the bin yeah what's your get in the bin numbers oh yeah I love numbers no I do but there's um there's an interesting correlation when it comes to numbers and context hey so I'll start this off by saying numbers are neutral yeah go on then numbers are neutral hey Ali do you remember when you ran that race that only had like six people in it or something and did you win it was like a... Oh, yeah, it was a Grim Up North thing. Yeah, I won. 20, 20 miler. Yeah. Grim Up North, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you won it. Yeah. Thanks. Brilliant. Well done. I was the, I was the only woman to do the 20 miler. Yeah. There you go. Right? Yeah. I was second female at Park Run on Saturday. Good. I saw that! I was like, yeah. good effort! Good effort. I came 11th. I came 11th. Just shy, just shy of top 10. How many of you were there? So, I also ran it a minute slower than I ran the previous week at Daventry where I came 118th. Wow. I ran it in 31 minutes. It was very hot. Wow. Very, very windy. Wow. And I didn't want to run. Also, you were having a good time. You were on holiday. I like, absolutely like nail it. But also I can't at the moment because I'm not fast. Irrelevant. Numbers. Numbers. Um, There was there were 19. 19 people at Park Run on Saturday. That is such joy. It's a boutique park yeah. run. I love it. Some weeks, that was a big week for them. Some weeks, there are only 12. I love it. That's, okay, I don't really like park run because for many, many, many reasons. I could do a whole episode on it. But um, I like the I like the boutique nature of that. That's, yeah. that's like, I like boutique park run. Yeah, it was honestly, and I think that sort of contributed to why it was such a lovely experience as well. Because I was saying to Neil, like, this is what park run started out being. It's like community. But then at a lot of park runs, the people who set it up maybe are are like a bit of a clique. And there's like a, a you know, a, a core group of people that, you know, go every week and know everyone and all the rest of it. And then there are other people that come from 
outside who perhaps don't feel that connection anymore because park runs have grown so hugely. One of the ones that I used to go to in Coventry has like 400 runners every week. It's like a mini, Mm -hmm. it's basically a mini race. But yeah, I just wanted to say like numbers are, can get in the bin because it's all relative and it's not even really relative. It's all about thought. Yeah. And judgment yep. and value placed on numbers. And I got loads of fire emojis and well done's because I came second female, right? If that other woman hadn't have been touring, like she was on holiday as well, the first female, she hadn't have been there. I'd have been first. I'd have come first. Yeah, you were. You would have been paraded around the streets of the of Italy, like okay, it won the World Cup on a on a topless yep. bus. Yeah. I wouldn't be topless, just the bus. Maybe she would. Maybe she. Maybe she'd have a few too many limoncellos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I. I just wanted to put numbers and and their worth in the bin because, yeah, they are what this is. A but this is. I talk talk to my clients about this all the time. Right, numbers are neutral. So like the number hundred, if you have, if you have the number hundred in your bank account, right, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? all depends right it all depends on how much money you think you've got in your bank account what number you think you've got your bank whether there's a minus in front of it a plus in front of it like Mm. if I say 100 people were killed in this that's awful if I say 100 new babies were born here that's great it's all about like thought okay and this is I had a chat on another podcast and I'm sorry to have to I'm pimping another podcast it was Tristan's podcast it's called trail and error it's a small podcast but we were talking about Dunbar's number right have you know about Dunbar's number? No. So Dunbar's number is basically a theory that says we can only have a certain amount of relationships going on at once as humans. Otherwise, everything goes to shit. And I think this is park run specific because it's Dunbar's number. I think it's 150. OK. Yeah. So yeah. If you've got. So we're talking about races like Dragon's Back or like threshold races. Like there's too many yes. people racing the stones. There's too many people. There's too many people at London Marathon. But yeah. at Dragon's Back, you can have relationships with all those people, most of them, because it's smaller. It's yeah. actually bigger than 150. But that this is the thing, right? We feel better in these groups of like under 150 because mm-hmm. we can form relationships with people. When it gets bigger than that, it overwhelms us. So Dun- I'm just going to read this out. Dunbar and his colleagues applied a basic principle to humans examining historical anthropology anthropological and contemporary psychological data about group sizes including how big groups can get before they split off or collapse they found the remarkable consistency around the number 150 so that's how like little clubs form and you know how people say oh the running club was great when it was only like 150 people 100 people yeah then and then it's got too big now yeah and parkland's the same because when you go to bushy park or like nearer to me the one around here leeds that's a huge one Mm. there's splinter groups and it's the same with any group so this is really interesting really interesting Mm. there you go yeah dunbar's number all the numbers all the numbers again dunbar's number is 150 and that is just neutral it's about what it's about what dunbar's saying about behavior around that number so there you go Great. I mean, I do have one more thing that I suppose can get in the bin, which has riled me up somewhat this week. Oh, so much so that I had to bring it to the pre-podcast preamble that we have off air. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, God. Right. I don't know what possessed me to follow this woman on Instagram. I think she popped up. I think somebody shared something that she shared. And I thought, oh, look at her. She's getting into running. This is going to be great. Oh, 
<laughs> Listener, it is not great to follow her journey. Right. Okay. So there is a woman. She is called Davinia Taylor. And she has 1.1 million followers on Instagram. Now, Ali, you knew who I was talking about because she is whom? In the 90s. There was like a group of people that used to go out and hang around, like like Zoe Ball and Sarah Cox and all that lot. There was also Hollyoaks started. And she played Jude Cunningham in Hollyoaks, but she was part of that crew. So she actually used to date David Beckham's best friend. I know because I used to read all the magazines. So that's how she was in with that group. And she just used to be like a socialite, you know, socialites for socialites. But it seems that okay. now she's gone from being a socialite. And she also, I believe that she's an alcoholic because I listened to a podcast with her and someone told me to. And I was like, she's yes, so yes. fucking annoying. I had to turn it off because she's super judgy, but also talks like she knows everything. But when you actually listen to what she's saying, she's a fucking conspiracy theorist. So Davinia Taylor describes herself as a biohacking pioneer right she i'm sorry what the fuck she's 45 because on wikipedia it doesn't say that it says english socialite and yeah it's on doesn't say anything about biohacking on her website she she's 45 years old um and she gave up alcohol a couple of years ago she's not 45 years old i'm 42 she's not like from from seeing her in those magazines she was out and about when I was at school. Uh, yeah, good point. Good point. Um, and basically, she's got this business whereby she's created these supplements to hack your hormones, whatever that bloody means. I think she's even got a book called Hack Your Hormones, right? And she is the kind of woman who the menopausal women in the office that I work in, like, look up to and hang off the every word of. But she's basically, her company that she started sells all these supplements and like nootropics and like powders there's this thing called will powder i don't really know oh my god what it is but like she goes into holland and barra and she picks up stuff and goes no this has got vegetable oil in it that's gonna kill you or like you know she says that um She's got a point, though. Have you looked at deaths around vegetable oil? oil I haven't. I haven't. Weeks? There's been none. The thing, There's been the none. thing that caught my eye this week, well, I say caught my eye, sent me into a minor rage. And I think I probably just need to unfollow her. But also, I just, you know, when there's that, there's probably a theory about this as well. You know, when something bad happens in front of your face and you just can't stop watching it, even though it's like awful. Car crash theory. Yeah. Or I'm going to wind myself up theory. Yeah. Or I'm going to, my motivated bias saying that everybody's a dick is going to be proved right theory. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So there was this video that she did that was basically like, here are all the things that you need to start running. I was like, brilliant. Great. This will be handy. Could share it. We could share yeah, it. This will be nice, especially for beginners. Like she's got a different audience who are perhaps not runners. So this is great. So Davinia's key equipment for running is first of all flip belt fair enough i got a flip belt when i started running it's useful for putting your phone and your keys in i don't I wouldn't say it's my top 10 things. i'm not sure i'd put it in the top 10 i don't know i mean pockets are fine on pockets, pockets. um yeah. some headphones hers are adidas but her favorites were skull candy but she left them in a taxi um but they Okay, but why is she wearing big headphones when you could just put your airpods Well, in? because wireless headphones obviously generate EMF around the head, which must generate inflammation. So ideally... Only, only, only if EMF are on your playlist. Ideally, wired <laughs> headphones. What is EMF? Like electro... EMF. They did that unbelievable song. Ele- You're unbelievable. Electromagnetic... 
fuckery. Electromagnetic fuckery. Which apparently gives you a head a swollen. I'm surprised she doesn't put a tinfoil hat on before she puts the headphones on, to be honest. That's a good idea. (laughs) I'm gonna put that into my hat. Number one, a tinfoil hat. Um, then, especially if you're using a Garmin, then, because the Garmin is attracting oh, radar yeah. from enemy radar from from not space. Not a single watch or phone in sight here on her list. Yeah, because of the enemy radar <laughs> from space. Hello, shoes. She's currently running in Hoka, but the grips on the sole are coming off. She does like Salomon, but this time she wants to get waterproof ones made from Gore-Tex because she hates running with wet feet and it's that time of the year. And she likes Salomon's toggle laces, but wishes that they did nicer colours. Right. Waterproof shoes. There's so much wrong. Waterproof there's shoes, so, so that she doesn't that. get wet feet. I, I just, I, there's no, no, no. I just there's don't... one more thing that you need to start running, Ali. Okay. You've forgotten the the key ingredient. Okay, go on then. Supplements. If you struggle for energy to get out of the house, put your music on first and have a half or a full sachet of New Tropics Will Powders Brain Powder. Have a cheeky line before you go out. That's what she's saying. <laughs> Oh, God. Why is it that people with this many followers can get away with this terrible, terrible advice? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite through the, uh, the, thing of my, cable. the cable of my headphone of my of my EMR headphones. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't know where to start. I just can't start because it just fucking this breaks my heart. I've written a book and my book comes out on the 1st of February, everyone. Pre-order 17th of November. I'll, be, I'll keep saying that. I'm so hopeful that this book takes off so that literally yeah. I can go and say to the general world, all this shit you're looking at on Instagram is bollocks. They just want to sell you yeah. things. I don't know if she's got a headphone affiliation, probably not. Yeah. But obviously she's trying to sell you. This is just an advert for this fucking powder that she wants you to buy that's hers, right? That's it. Because she's got no other affiliates with fit, fit, footwear or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, I think so, no. basically, so, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised because I don't think anybody would want to touch her with a fucking barge pole. No. But she has got a million followers, so yeah. someone's gonna say to her, "Have some shoes, aren't they?" Ah, uh, and also, ah, uh, I just don't even know what to do. I don't even know. Yeah, what to do yeah, now. yeah. But then people are like, don't look at it. But the thing is, as a pra- as someone that wants to help people get into running, I feel like we have to look at it to put it in the playground to be like, "You're talking shit. You're talking shit. And you're talking shit." This is not how it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. Influencers, so, yeah, influencers, um, influencers. A million followers, man. A million people are listening to that. Anyway, I'd like, I'd like to read some of the comments. But have you just had a look at her grid? Because there are quite a lot of pictures of her in her underwear. So I'm pretty sure that 500,000 of those people are not interested in her running tips. <laughs> yeah, probably. I haven't mm. looked at her grid. She just sometimes comes up. Mm. Oh God! Alrighty, so. Shall we chat about our playlist? Yeah, I'm looking at a grid and I'm obsessed with it. No, stop. stop it. Yes, let's look at the playlist. Woohoo! Playlist Woo! of joy. Playlist of dreams. Hey, the Libertines have got a new song out and it's called Run, 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 Run. It's like they made it especially for us. Is it any good? No. Oh. It's all right. It's a little bit like they were back in like the early noughties. But the thing is, it's not the early noughties anymore. And we've all grown no. up a bit. Now most of yeah. us have got kids and a and are just and are having a slight m- mental health crisis. So we don't want to listen to that. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, right. Um, do we have any... So we've not really added anything to the playlist. It's been a bit quiet on the old playlist front. Um, and I must confess, I've been a little bit... Um, 
quiet. We've got but... a celebrity edition. We've got celebrity. We have a got a celebrity listener. Who? Nelly. No, the UK's number one um, Formula One runner, Damon Hill. Damon Hall. Sorry, I always got that wrong. <laughs> Stop it. Right. Now, now, Damien Hall, right? Everyone stay calm. Everyone stay, stay calm. Stay me. Damo, I'm talking about you, Damo. Again. We're going to say nice things now that we know that you listen. Listen, brother. <laughs> I can call him brother because we're friends. Okay. Kind of. So he put a post up on his grid saying, hey, I've been listening to this. He, he didn't actually. No, he, he was no. saying, I've been on some podcasts. And he was like, and also I've been listening to this podcast. And it's really good. And I was like, I haven't even asked him to listen to the podcast. I haven't even. And so I was actually very surprised he's been listening. Me too. So I was like, Damo, hey, thanks for that. Got it. That's really kind of you. But I just need to tell you something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just looking for the, the messages I sent I him. sent you a message um, and went, shit. Damon yeah. listens, he's going to hear what you've said about him. Yeah, I said, um, hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, I'm worried about you getting to the bits where I neg you. And then I put in capital letters in a nice way and a little winky face emoji. He went, which episode in capital letters? I know. Obviously worried, got his people on it. Uh-oh. I'm massively unforgiving. And to think I invited you to my birthday tea. I thought you didn't invite me to your birthday tea. Oh, I was going to say, did you go? We're going for a run in November, and I'm, wonder- I'm wondering if that's the birthday tea, but oh, I thought it was just a run. Okay. I said, I don't know which episode. It's the one where I shame you because somebody told me your sleeping bag's not vegan. Ooh. And he said, oh, OMFG, reputation in tatters. Uh-oh. I'll never forgive this. <gasps> he said, did Pickle make you do it? Oh. He, doesn't like he doesn't like the dog. I know he doesn't like the dog. Not a fan. He was a postman, not a fan of dogs. No. I said, well, you will call yourself a hypocrite. I find it more worrying to know that people know that your sleeping bag's not vegan. <laughs> Did you drive to the start of the spine as well? <laughs> and then he said, please don't tell anyone I've got a leather belt. And I've just told everyone oh, I've got a leather Ali, belt. Oh, Ali, stop it. I know. He and, he, and he says, and I once trod on a ladybird. Oh. Who looks at him funny? Oh, my God. The man's stop a monster. It. It's all, stop it's it. all coming out. Stop it. Anyway. We're going to he said, get him on as a right of reply now. I'm, I'm never helping you again. <gasps> oh, oh, Ali. And I said, cool. Um, <laughs> Did he want some songs on the playlist, though? Didn't you ask said, him? Do you want a song on the playlist? He went, yeah. Yeah. And then I have Mr. November by The National, because The National are his favourite band. If you've read his book, he's got two books. We'll give him a little plug, because he's not sold very many. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's sold loads. He's sold loads. Ali, stop it! Yes, he he's I got know. two books. In, in it for the long run, and we can't run away from this. Yeah. So, um we share a publisher and it is my dream to beat him at book selling because it's the only thing I'll ever beat him at. <laughs> so anyway, in his book, he talks about The National all the time. So I added Mr. November by The National for Demo. And that was the long story of how we have a celebrity listener. But do you know what he said? He said, I really like the fact that it's two women being really, really honest because there really isn't a podcast like that in running, which I think is good because I don't listen to all the running podcasts. So I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, there you go celebrity endorsement for all of five minutes until you pissed him off well done Ali thanks for that he doesn't mind he thinks it's funny good it's a it's all in jest it's all in jest it's banter banter <laughs> I hate that word that word can get in the bin banter banter it's banter till he gets really offended and, and issues a cease and desist against the podcast yeah don't do that we don't make any money from this podcast we don't have any funds to fight legal battles please stop it we have no funds to fight the law no 
Um, but we do have a PC pod. We've got a police officer. So he have we got any lawyers? Make yourselves known. The other day I was in the, in the car listening to the radio, Radio yeah. De, Ofs, Ofs, and yeah. um, Ofs, It's My Life by Bon Jovi came on. Tune. Do you think that's a tune? Should I add that one? Do you know what? I think I was listening to it as well. Was it on Saturday? I think it was on um, Matey Boys thing, you know. No, it wasn't on Saturday. It was during the week. It was Scott Mills. It wasn't on Claudia. It oh. was, no, it was, it, it was, it, it was, it tracks, not tracks of my beers. It was the other one. You know, uh, the Wonder Years, the Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Yeah, I'll add that one because it is good. It's my life. There was another Bon Jovi one that came on on the radio the other day. And I was like, it's the one that goes, right. I, oh, I know what it was. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Okay, that's quite good for running, that's isn't it? That's really good. Really good. So that's, Oh! And Neil then did an impression of Bon Jovi and went, I hope Bon Jovi sounds the same. All he does is... And then that bit came on in the song, and I was like, "That's actually quite accurate." But I love Bon Jovi. Yeah. Well, Neil, I seem to come kind of all funny. Could you put that nice denim waistcoat on? No shirt on underneath, and those very short shorts. Bon Jovi didn't wear short shorts. Playlist update. Playlist stuff. I would like to issue a massive thank you to Paul Summerhill and Richard McDowell because at the East Isley checkpoint on the Autumn 100, which is mile 60 or 58 and 72-ish, respectively, they played the sound system all night. night. No skip. And apparently, no skips. It came in like it came in very, very handy because people liked it a lot and they were and they were very buoyed by the sound system. Um yeah, and they and it was great. And uh, yeah, Paul Summerhill is a man who keeps asking for Mr. Blue Sky, and I think actually came up to me and put his face in my face at mile seventy five. Went Mr. Blue Sky, and I went because I was very yeah, tired. That's um, and um, great. I love that. Yeah, and so just thought I'd add that because you might like it. Yeah, the sound system was was powering people up the hill on the uh, autumn. I love that. I love that. Han has also sent us a DM with a playlist suggestion, one she quite often listens to when she feels angry and sweary at people and on a run in that mood, but maybe it would work for an ultra. Rage against the machine, killing in the name. Why is that not on there? Oh, yeah, we've got we've got um, some rage, but we don't have uh, that one. We've got um, the other one, you know. Balls on parade? No, the other one, the better one. Uh... When it goes to funk. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Yeah, Han asks, yeah. is it worse than Dr. Jones? Am I going to get banned so I can't make any more suggestions? No, I think it's a good suggestion. No, it is a good suggestion and it's on. We put it on. And we'd like more suggestions, please, everybody. So uh, please make a little video of you running along to your song and then just tag us in it and then we'll try and put the song on. Um, it is a banging playlist. It really is. I didn't appreciate it fully on the Auto 100 because I felt so rubbish, um, but... But it kept it kept it did keep me going for like a good length. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay, let's talk about Commemorance Corner. Correspondence Corner. Commemorance Corner. We've got so many good stories. We also got sent a little meme, which through the medium of um podcast doesn't translate well probably but i'm going to describe it we can put it on the stories yeah someone sent it to us and said it was laura whose handle is all pulp playlist does that mean she only ever listens to pulp is it all pulp playlist is that her handle yeah that's her handle she also had sent us a very rank story about blisters and you replied to her telling her we'd do a blister special in July. Oh, did I? In July. 
Snake Alley, brilliant. Right, a anyway. special. That's not going to work on the podcast, though, because I need photo. I need to show photo. Right, so she sent, saw this and thought of the podcast, and it's a picture of a flower answering the phone saying, hello, this is the hospital, how can I help you? And in the next frame, there's, like, sound coming out of the phone that says blah, 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 and in the, the flower's head are the lyrics to Chasey Lane it says dear Chasey Lane I wrote to you to explain I'm your biggest fan I just wanted to ask if I could eat your ass right back as soon as you can and then in the next frame the sunflower says I'm sorry could you please say that again I'm afraid I didn't catch it and then in the next frame the sunflower the flower has put the phone down and says when will I be free of this curse and the caption says I saw someone else mention this problem on stories and felt relieved it wasn't just me which inappropriate song lives eternally in your brain uh, as mine's not inappropriate, but every time someone gets a question, I'm like, question, <laughs> tell me what you think of that. So annoying, isn't it? I'm How exactly annoying. the same. Till the end of time, it will just be there. Oh, God. Oh, it's so annoying. Well done, Beyonce. But which came... Oh, oh I think that was Destiny's Child. Well, well done, Destiny. Oh, come on. Destiny's Child was a front for Beyonce. I know. Uh, were they managed by Beyonce's dad? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where are the others? Where are the other destinies? Where are the other children? Kelly Rowland did all right. What's the other one? Uh, uh, who was the other one? Michelle. Michelle. Kelly Rowland did a song with Nelly. And Nelly, she, I love you. She, te- she texted him on the Excel spreadsheet. She? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, 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 I was going to ask which came first, Destiny's Child, question, tell me what you think, yeah. Nelly, or. Yeah. Us in everyday language saying it like that. Question. What? Rather than saying, like, I've got a question. Like, who uh, who did it first? This is a question. Question for Stephen, for Stephen Fry. Yeah, fine. Let's get Stephen Fry. We'll get on Stephen, the Stephen Fry on that. Okay, cool. Someone, right. someone has just sent me a DM, yeah. personal DM. Yeah. Nikki New. Yeah. It's Vernon, K- it's Vernon K. Yeah. Awful day. It's an awful day. It's an awful, I'm going to try it. It's abysmal. But we're doing hill climb intervals. And what you see behind me is not the steepest bit, but it's good. Suffering. It's good. We're going to try and do six. six. I've done five in the past, a couple of days ago. And the long run afterwards was miles better than previous. So I'm going to keep doing these intervals up the hills. Yeah. It takes me between a minute 20 yeah. and a minute 40 if I'm flagging. We've got to keep equaling our battery in the previous time. Oof. That's the key. So look, look at the hill. It's flat. Well, it's not <laughs> the camera flattens it. Stop it. It's rubbish. Who's that? Yeah. That's Ver- oh, that's Vernon. Oh, Vernon, yeah. Yeah, it's our friend Vernon. Um, so yeah, I don't know who who started question, whether it was Destiny's child or people. But what's that got to do um, with Vernon? I just they just said it to me to annoy me and it has annoyed me. Oh, so. okay, fine. And it's job. Fine. Imagine Vernon Kay and Davinia Taylor giving advice together. Stop We're it. Having a podcast on running together. Stop it. Right. And correspondence corner. I would love Right. Fine. You'll find this funny. Yeah. At the Autumn 100, I was like, uh, because I'm always keeping an eye out for my potential future ex husband. Yeah. And I spotted one on the Autumn 100. Fucking hell, are we? Right. And I was like, I didn't do anything though, because not after last time. I had the opportunity because of Goring Village. Well, I could have waited there for him and just kind of made upset chairs. No. But I didn't. Because I thought, no, stop it. No. But I did say hi to this person, this this other person I thought was quite an attractive 
I've described them as nuggets before. So quite an attractive nugget of a man. Anyway, after after that was all done and over and I started to feel a bit better, I was like, oh, he was, he was good looking. I went back through the photos, found him. It was the same guy as the one at the South Downs Way. Oh, my God. Ali! And he sort of knowingly sort of went, all right, at me. I was like, all right. Do you think he listens to the pod? No, I don't think he listens to the pod. Uh, I now know what his name is because oh. some light stalking has led, led me to find out. Ali, you need to stop that. Imagine if this was the other way round and this was a man talking about a woman, a nugget. He's a on a he's on a race and he's got a number on. I just found out what his name was. Simple as that. Fine. Easy. Leave it at that then. I'm leaving it. I'm it's just been- saying because, the, you know, I am the voice of reason on this podcast quite often that if that yep. was the other way yep. round, we yep. would be fuming. Would we? Yes, well, I'm we would not. I'm not very happy with you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I didn't realise it was the same person until I did. That is quite story. funny that it's the other, the same person. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna. I've left. It, I've left that person. I have not approached that person. I will no. not approach that person because that is absolutely out of the question. No yes, way. No I just thought you might way. find it quite funny. Jose. Right. Yeah. Okay. In episode 13, we had a story from Patrick. He is the guy who joined. Yeah. Last year. Who wasn't? Uh, it was called uh, Bin Juice. And he, Patrick is the yoink guy where he um, yoinked himself on the tree and spun round with the BMX rider. Oh, yoink. I love yoink. Yoink guy. So yoink guy's been in touch to say that he was listening to episode 19. <clears throat> Still with us. Well done. Thanks, Patrick, for staying mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just wanted to let us know that he's had an idea for the special gel idea. That was the... Um, Kipchoge snot, ro- snot rockets. Everyone loved that. They loved it. People were running around park one going, Whoa! Oh, I know, <laughs> so gross. Um, so uh, Patrick suggests that they should be called Kip Gelgies. Kip Gelgies. Love it. I'll just make a note. Kip, Kip Gelgies. So all of these like Dragon's Den ideas, Ali, write them down so that we can Kip them. Gelgies. Because then maybe we can make some money and then maybe we can fight all our legal battles. I was going to have, S- I was going to call them SIS. Science in snot. Science in snot. Snot in sport. Snot in, snot sport. in sport. Science in snot. There's this, oh, I tell you who, what, we need an influencer to front the campaign. What about Davinia Murphy? Taylor. Taylor. Whatever yeah. her name is. I'm sure she'd do it. Her, it her, her, I can't believe I knew her, her name before she was Davinia Taylor was Murphy. Murphy. Mm. Um, okay, so remember, we had a message from Katie, who was running an ultra, 55k ultra, and she was concerned because of the toilet situation, um, and she was going to be on her period. And so, She has um, literally sent an update, like, in the last minute. Yeah! It's, it's on the pod. It's, like, it's right. breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah. Um... But this is a really great update. So uh, Katie wanted to update us both that, yes, Mother Nature was a bitch and arrived approximately 10 miles into the race. Oh, what? Not even one of those handy, like, oh, we've come on the night before. No, no, 10 miles into the race. Well done. Eye roll. But all was well. I bloody went and smashed the life out of that 55K and loved every second. I'm so pleased and absolutely over the moon. Thanks for the advice. Toilet trips in the woods it was and nobody saw my bare ass. So winner, winner. Defo more ultras on the cards for me. Hurrah! We love a happy ending. And do you know what? Once you've done it once, like when you've done anything once, then you're like, oh, it's actually all right now. 
ce n'est pas un French, un Français, ce n'est pas un problème. More correspondence? We've got correspondence coming out of our ear holes. We have. Do some more correspondence. I love the correspondence. Okay. So, uh, uh, we were talking about how people are gross and during COVID, everybody washed their hands more. And I mentioned that there was a song that had like a potato in it or something and you thought I was mad. <laughs> Lots of Music has now message, has replied to, has sent us a little comment in that says what the song is. And now it is stuck in my head like it was for the whole of 2020. So if it is now stuck in your head too, listener, I'm very sorry about that. But it goes... Wash your hands and stay indoors. Thank you, baked potato. That's da, 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 da. Thank you, baked potato. And I'll it was—I totally missed that. That was obviously the depths, the depths of my depression when I didn't actually look or speak to anyone or listen to the radio because I couldn't. Fine. Um, okay, one more piece of correspondence, and then I think. Thank you, baked potato. Thank you, baked potato. So this one. Is titled Shit Hand. Actually, this one's quite long. <laughs> Shit Hand. If I was going to be a Marvel character, that would be my Marvel character name. <laughs> as in, like, being dealt a shit hand. <laughs> no, no, no. As in, like, Iron Man and shit. And shit hand. <laughs> here comes Iron Man. Oh, here comes shit. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> With right. a great big boo on your hand. You ready? Yes. Dear Ali and Anna. The end of September, beginning of October, saw me have two weeks of annual leave booked, but with no plans made. The forecast looked promising and I wanted to head somewhere I hadn't been before. I was inspired by Ali's recent summer running trip to Cornwall, so I packed up the van and the dog and headed south. Having had a full hip replacement at the beginning of August, running wasn't yet on the cards, but walking was. So my plan was to walk from St Ives to Penzance over the course of a week. The furthest I had walked since the operation was 11k and that was mainly on the flat. The task ahead was a little daunting, but I was excited. I arrived down in St Ives on the Friday and started scoping around for somewhere to discreetly camp with my van, but there wasn't really anywhere to stay. Coincidentally, uh, a family member had just bought a house in Pendine. It's it's a complete do-up and non-inhabitable, but was hoping to maybe park on the driveway. Unfortunately, it was so overgrown, no chance of wild camping on it, but found out the car park in Pendine is free. So... Went and parked there. Raise a query. Why don't you just go to a campsite? Spenny, innit? Yeah, but it's not spenny. It's like 20 quid. Saving some money. 20 quid's a lot of money for some people, Rally. I know, but it's still like, you get to have a wash. Anyway, continue, continue, continue. Wash? Who needs to wash? Right. Check the bus timetable, saw I could get a bus to St Ives at 6.50, sorted myself out with some dinner, packed my bag ready for the morning and settled in for a good night's sleep. Well, as good as you can get with a wriggling spaniel in your bed. Yes, I know that well. (laughs) So woke up the next morning, went to go and get the bus. Unfortunately, though, nothing coming from the bowels area. No pre-run poo happening. Got the bus, but contrary to the timetable, had to get to Penzance, then get another bus to St Ives. So didn't get there till 8.20. Definitely needed a toilet now. Was on the lookout. Where were they hiding? Couldn't find one. Decided it was fine and would just sneak off somewhere along the path. She had a shit kit with her. All good. Yeah, except it's not all good, is it? 
set off on the path. Loki, the spaniel, attached to her with a harness, poles in hand to keep from falling, not what you want to do with a new hip. But it soon became apparent finding somewhere to discreetly sneak off to is a bit of a problem on this path. I will 100% vouch for this. That part of the path is a, it's just barren. There's nowhere to hide. Walled on each side with thick gorse bushes as well. Mm. Mm. So things were really starting to move inside now, starting to sweat, feel a bit lightheaded. <laughs> you know, when it's like it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. There were there were going there were other people around, literally couldn't find anywhere to hide. So um out of nowhere, she found a little side path heading up to the left. So it was narrow, also had gorse bushes, but it wasn't the main path, so it was fine. Rushed up a few meters, grabbed shit kit, threw the bag and poles uphill. Loki, the dog, still attached, but didn't have time to unattach. Barely had time to pull my leggings and underwear down and squat to the floor. Oh, the relief. Narrowly missed shitting my pants and was saved. Go me. However, mm. the elation soon turned to panic. She'd only recently had a hip replacement, let's not forget. So this was the first time since before the operation she'd been in a deep squat and suddenly realised she couldn't get back up. She was stuck in the squat. Surrounded by gorse bushes, the poles were thrown out of reach up the hill and the dog is getting impatient and starting to pull, right? So she tried and tried and tried to push herself up, but the muscles couldn't do it because they couldn't remember how to do it because she'd had this hip replacement. Everything was starting to seize. Then the dog tugged her and she started to topple. Her right hand instinctively went down behind her. Oh my God, what was done was done. Nothing else that you could do other than push up against that hand as hard as I could pivot around it to get myself on my feet. I'd saved myself from falling completely into my own crap, but my hand had been sacrificed. Drop it off. There's no other way. Uh, now she had to clean herself up with one hand whilst trying to keep the dog away at the same time. Not an easy feat. Oh no. man, the dog's coming off. Like, yeah. just let the dog off. There's no sheep there. Just let, probably the, dog let the dog off at that point, to be fair. Um, thankfully, she was less than an hour into the first day of walking so the shit kit was full of stuff. So tissues, wipes, dog poo bags, hand sanitizer. Dealt with the mess on her, dealt with the mess on the floor, managed to escape without encountering a human being, luckily. The rest of the day continued without incident, but she did have to keep checking that her hand was really clean. I mean, at this point, it's not actually clean, is it? No. No. Um, anywho, she did an amazing... She, she walked all the way to Pendine that day, 25K with 1,200 metres of elevation, a couple of days off due to bad weather, totaled 73K in three days with 1,800 metres of elevation. Not bad rehab nice. for my hip. Nice. Good work, so, Tabitha. Yes. Oh, yeah, you knew it was Tabitha then. Yeah. Of course <laughs> I did. I knew from the minute she said that she that she was on the south in her bath. Like, yeah. <laughs> and a hip replacement. It all adds together. It all adds together. Oh, so there we go. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, that putting the hand in your own shit, man. That's such an experience. The thing is, I wonder, I, I mean, I'm saying I wonder like I've never done it before. I've done it before. I've done it before. No matter how much you clean your hand or you think you've cleaned your hand on the trail, no. there's always, you, you can always, like, smell. Yeah. And also, when you then go to eat, you have to then eat left-handed because you don't want this shitty hand anywhere near the food. It's, 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 it's. it's... I think it happens to the best. I think until it's happened, I wonder if it's ever happened to uh, Davinia Taylor. I wonder what she would do in that situation. Should we get Stop on the podcast it. and ask her? No. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah, that's why she should always have a shit kit. And it should always be, like, 
yeah. my shit kit is is topped up as as often as my first aid kit is because I'm just yeah. like you can't you can't not like no. you you can't not that 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 thing took a hammering at the autumn one hundred uh, and oh here's an interesting thing someone sent through actually yeah. but the new forest trail marathon or the new forest marathon have said in their rules you're not to wee in the forest anymore That's because it's affecting the trees did you send me that what? no I think you might send it to me I can't remember someone else like, sent it to me then but I'm like what. Because yeah. there's so many trees in the new forest. Is it becoming a massive problem? Does it, oh, I might ask my new friends at the old Peak District Conservation Society. Yeah. Um, poos, like try and bury the poos. I don't I don't feel that bad about my poos because I'm a vegetarian. So I feel like I'm a bit like a, a, bit like I'm a horse. Yeah, so I yeah, yeah. Feed them and it'll be a, and I feel like it'll be okay. But with meaty poos, like dog dog's poos, they can have infections and shit in them. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. notice how dirty my hands are from the peat bog. And I've actually uh, had a shower. I've actually had oh, a shower God. and I've scrubbed them. Yeah, well, I'm going to the allotment later. Look how beautiful my nails look. Mine yeah. will look like yours later because you just can't get the mud out. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Don't pee in the forest because you're actually affecting the water table and you're affecting the the trees now. So where are oh. you supposed to fucking pee? Are you supposed to hold it all in? It was Caroline, Kaz Wanderings. She yeah. sent it to the pod inbox, right. which is that's why, why we both we... got it. Yeah, that's why we both got it. <laughs> you can't actually yeah. hold in your... What are you supposed to do? Run around with a bottle? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. Um, right. Well, that comes, comes. That brings us nicely to the end of our episode 23. Lovely to see you. And also, uh, this one, this episode will have come out after we've done our little big bear meetup, which is little as, big... at time of recording next Wednesday. Little big bear little i big still bear. don't know what my fancy dress out outfit would have been oh sugar thank I you still haven't i still haven't entered the race <laughs> i don't think i have either uh, right uh but i am going to do that and i'll do some and i'll put some things on the social media this is all in the past it doesn't fucking matter to anybody but we will no. be, we'll be doing a big bear baby bear review session next week yes and yeah. hopefully We'll have some voice notes from people of the course. I'm going to make sure. I'm not going to be running a lot because Me I've either. got a 40 miler. So I'm going to be on the ground with my little roving phone. Roving reporter. Doing some phone Live stuff. from Daventry Country Park, but not live. Pre-recorded. Not live. Yeah, pre-recorded. Um, so yeah, it's going to be fun. That'll be fun. I'll see you then. I yeah. love you. I love Bye. you. Bye. I love you. Bye.